welcome and good morning. I'm John Pedersen. I'm Sarah Miller. This is the episode number 0.5 of WISNET Community Conversations, the show. It's Wednesday, July 15th. We're trying this out, we're seeing how it goes, kicking the tires on all of this thing. Um, Sarah, tell us what this WISNET Community Conversations show is about. Yeah, happy to. Um, so WISNET Community Conversations, the show, is a bi-weekly online conversation connecting people and strategies between interesting members of the WISNET community. Right now, we can't get out to visit you where you're at, so we invite you to come talk to us and the rest of the membership. And today, our very first inaugural guest ever, Felicia Barrios, our member fulfillment specialist here at WISNET. Felicia, can you tell, you, tell us a little bit about what you do? I, I love putting you on the spot with this question. This question I have, uh, thanks Sarah, um, I'm happy to be here. I've had this question many times and I'm always full of a slight amount of panic every time it comes my way, uh, but I'll do my best. Um, it's almost as easy as what is WISNET? What yeah, do these are questions that keep me up at night. Um, no, but so I, I work for WISNET obviously, and um, basically I'm here to help connect people and strategies for um, lack of a better short phrase. I'm the first line of defense. I work with my colleague, Camelia, and we help connect people um, to all of the WISCMAT services that we offer, basically. So um, what is your, tell us a little bit about your history here with WISNET though, too. Cause that's fun. Was, well, how, how, do you, how do you wiggle through all of this? I was trying to avoid going into the historical part. No, um, I started, okay, well, here is the story. I started at WISCnet as um, the office, the business office manager, and then worked my way up the ladder to um, the technical side. I took a pretty deep interest in trying to figure out how the internet works and how the schools get it and uh, you know, the libraries and the municipalities and all of that. So I joined the uh, technical team about a year and a half into my time at WISCnet and did that for a few years. And then WISCnet 2.0 happened. <laughs> and um, we and then, then a pandemic broke out. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was at least a year between those two things, but um, yeah, and now I'm doing a lot more, I guess, uh, people facing. Exactly. Yeah. So a little bit of technical background, yeah. a couple years of WISTEP background, how many years? Four, four, three, four? Right now, right now I'm three, at four, five, five, actually. Five? Ooh, wow. five years. I know. I, I'm like five and a half, actually, and we'll, I'll be six in January, so that's getting close. That's yeah. amazing. I didn't know that. I know. It's been a while. <laughs> Flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Got a couple questions for you. We'll play or, around. Or panic attacks. You know, panic attacks. Why yeah. you having panic attacks? Yeah. Sometimes those are the same thing to me. Okay. We, go we'll do a whole show about growing up at Wisconsin someday. Um, oh boy. Oh, uh, a couple questions for you, just to just to kind of play with this. Um, I hate, I hate, I hate starting this whole thing off with COVID and pandemic talk, but we just got to get it out right there. Uh, we started at Wisna here working from home back on March 16th. Uh, and, and basically since then, 80% uh, of the staff have been working from home, uh, probably 20%, which is Wisna staff-wise, about five people have been kind of holed up at the office here uh, to do various things. Um, I know you've had a little bit of experience with both of them, Felicia. Mm -hmm. uh, same with me. Sarah's been in her 
in her house for the whole time. Uh, tell us what's the best and the worst of your working experience uh, through this whole, whatever it is, last 17 weeks or so. Um, I've been thinking about this in general, and I think it uh, comes and goes in waves. My, my either my desire to work from home or to work at the office, and I, I have just come to accept that as my new normal. And since WiskMed has been flexible about allowing us to go either way, I've been super grateful for that because sometimes I'm really into because my role requires that I work with so many different or all of the departments at WiskMed and really talking to people constantly. Um, it's nice to be able to go in and like bounce ideas off of, you know, Dave or Kika um, or my colleagues. But one of the most difficult things I think is keeping track of our communication uh, about various topics. I mean, which has always been kind of an interesting thing to navigate. It's hard <laughs> but, in normal times. Yeah. And so it has become a whole new ball game. But I mean, one of the nice things is just to be able to have WiskNet so flexible and to go with the flow on whatever I happen to be feeling, you know, within reason. So that's that's been really nice. What's the worst? I think it's how much isolation I feel probably um, because I recently moved into my own place by myself. So now I'm working alone nice, and nice living move. alone and doing, <laughs> doing everything <laughs> alone, which is great for a lot of reasons, but it does get a little too quiet and I get annoyed with my roommate sometimes, so. <laughs> how about you, Sarah? Best and the, worst. The best and the worst. Um, the best is, even though I really relished my commute because it gave me that nice boundary between work and home, my commute is about 25, 30 minutes um, one way. And it was like, you know, and that's like literally the only time I get alone. So I used to like it, but not having to commute literally gives me a whole hour, like an like magically appeared. Like now I have 25 hours in the day. So that's been really nice. That seems like a little thing, but it's, it's a big thing. It also means I can sleep just a little bit longer. So I'm actually getting more sleep, which is miraculous because I haven't slept in like six years now. Um, <laughs> the worst, the worst has by far been trying to manage like working full time and parenting. My kids did go back to daycare recently, um, but you know, for a really, really long time, it was just like all day, every day. And like WISNET plus a six-year-old plus a three-year-old is way more challenging than it looks, which isn't really WISNET. I mean, it's like any, any parent right now who's doing this is, especially mothers, is hanging on by a thread. So it's like, I love that WISNET has been so understanding and flexible and that like the world is changing. I think that's really important. I don't think we're ever going to go back in a lot of ways, but I would be lying completely if I pretended like it's been puppy dogs and rainbows over here because uh, <laughs> no Indeed. what about you john i uh, me um boy yeah i started out uh doing the working from home thing and you think you know it and you read all of the good stuff about what to do and what not to do and stuff like that and um then it's like 10 weeks later and you're just melted down in the corner. Um, it, it was really difficult for me uh, to, to work from home. Um, you know, you do some of it, um, but just it, it just felt like 
walking through mud and quicksand the whole time. Uh, I came back into the office probably about three weeks ago. Um, and I have I have the benefit of kind of holding up in a little corner here um, and with only three, four, five people in this office, um, I'll go most of the day without seeing people. Uh, you know, I might see one or two of my other colleagues there, um, but we're we're spaced out. Um, it's kind of nice to be back in the office because I get to do those routines like a commute, uh, like have some structure, like, you know, have some nice lighting and all of that other stuff um, versus, you know, I had a good setup at home, but it was just like, ugh, ugh. Uh, so it feels better to be working back from here. Uh, I still have some reservations on it. I mean, we're someday we'll look back on this and go, you know, either, oh, it got really a lot better or, oh, it got really dark, but we're sitting here in the middle of the summer right now. Dane County, where we live, um, is a very active hotspot. Um, you know, and, and so they've just tightened down a little bit more at this point and, uh, we'll see how she goes, but that'll be, it'll be an interesting thing going into the next school year, um, with what do we do with our children? Um, I've got, a uh, one that's going into 10th grade and one that is going into her freshman year of college at UW-Madison. And so trying to figure out what that looks like and, uh, you know, will she live in a dorm and all of that other stuff or, or, or whatever. Um, so it'll, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next month, or three or six. Or 12. Or 12. <laughs> or 12. We just don't know. We just don't know. So yeah, it, it, so it involves changing up the way we work. Um, you know, WISNET is, you know, since I've been here, I think forever actually, um, been very on the end of meeting face-to-face, -face, whatever that takes, you know, it, it takes travel and stuff like that. We've dabbled in some online stuff, um, but we really prefer to get face-to-face -face with people, get informal, um, you know, gather people together to talk with each other. And, and now um, we're kind of stuck with this for a while. And so test it out and see how she works question for both of you two. I'll start again with Felicia. Would you rather be going through this as a six-year-old, a 16-year-old, or a 60-year-old? Oh, well, I think <laughs> originally I was going to go with as a six-year-old. Um, and I think I'll roll with that for now, just because my, um, my godson is five and he's having a grand old time right now because he gets to just hang out. It's like summer vacation all year long. And he was just starting to go to school in uh, 4K anyway. So that was, you know, just go to school for half a day and then you're good. Um, but I think that, that, I don't know, that seems like a cop-out answer, but I think it would be really cool to just be doing it as a six-year-old and just be able to run around for the most part in, you know, your own backyard. and. Um, spend more time with people who have the flexibility to also spend time with you and all that jazz. So I, I would, I'd go that route probably. And then maybe by the time I would be 60, I would uh, maybe be over this. <laughs> How about you, Sarah? I'm going to roll a six too. Um, I have, I have really relished getting older. Like it just gets better every year. I was not expecting that. My thirties have been amazing, you know, way it's better good to, than my Good 20s. to know. 
I know this is not the first time I told you that, but I'm not quite ready to be 60 yet. So like, I'm not going to choose 60. You literally could not pay me any amount of money to go back to being 16. So I'm going to pick six because by default, it's the last choice. But I also think, um, you know, having a six-year-old much along the lines of what Felicia just said, like there's still, um, I think one of the only insulations for this is childhood and and that's not to suggest that like kids don't know what go what's going on because they do like they're really smart and they're affected by it as well but um I have not seen the same sort of crushing stress happening to my kids or the other kids that I know that's happening to like pretty much every adult in my life um so I think you know insofar as it crosses a six-year-old mind like maybe once a day maybe I just think like right now is a pretty good time to be a kid I mean my six-year-old is like that's fine I'm never I'm 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 good we can just stay here forever just stay here in this house together forever and I'm like (laughs) bedtime is only six and a half hours away I love you sometimes Oh boy! Similar question. Uh, the same thing. Uh, you think this is? We've talked about this a little bit. Even Sarah and I have talked about it a lot. I've even talked a little bit with Felicia about it. Um, you think it's easier or harder on introverts or extroverts, or you know, what based on what you are? Because I, I can speak for Sarah and I as just being extreme introverts, uh, and, and and Felicia's kind of over that on the other side uh during the normal time but uh what has your experience been dealing with that in this whole situation yeah so i think i'm becoming more confident in the fact that i'm an ambivert um there you go. And i don't know if that's happening with age or if i'm just getting more in tune with my inner self or what but um <laughs> I'm going to make the argument that this is harder for the extroverts because there are times lately where I'm just craving that social interaction. Like all of last summer, I was doing a lot of like rec sports stuff. I was going out, I was getting to know people. We were playing sports. We were, you know, having a good time. And this summer it's just like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Let me go for my sixth walk of the day. Um, And say hi to people like across the street and we get really excited for those simple things. But I've done stuff like join more online communities just so I can talk to people a little bit more when I'm feeling like, you know, like I want that human interaction. And I do call members and talk to them on the phone and that gives me energy. And so that's how I know I do still have that extrovert side. Um, But in times of high stress, I think my introvert side comes out a little bit a little bit more and I just want to kind of you know take a lot of time to recharge after my third zoom meeting of the day uh and all of that so I would make the argument that it's a little bit harder for extroverts right now just because we can't we can't we should not be going out and talking to people you know yeah without social distancing and all of that what kind of less an introvert extrovert thing and more like an aloneness thing because I've seen like greater, like I'm definitely an introvert, but I'm not getting more time alone. Like, oh my God, you know, I'm going <laughs> with people being around me all day um, and, and touching me. Like I'm just stop touching me. Um, but I have seen the biggest struggle from people who are living alone 
or like I'm I'm worrying much more about like my dad who's by himself or whatever because I think I think regardless of extroversion or introversion right now what's really important is how much are you seeing people and if the answer is none zero not at all Mm -hmm. um I think that has a really big impact I mean introverts need people too even if it exhausts them and it's totally different to be an introvert and not see somebody for three months or not hug another person for three months I mean that that stuff matters regardless of what where you where you draw your energy that's that's a good point what kind of things are you doing to distract yourself during this time you know um I'm just going to make a joke that my my drinking alone has been an all-time high, but it, that's not true. <laughs> um, I have taken up woodworking, actually, Fun. as funny as that is. Uh, when I moved into this, it's like an attic flat in an old house downtown, um, and it didn't have a whole lot of like shelving, and the walls are slanted. You can kind of see. So I had to get creative. You can see my creations a little bit behind me on the yeah. shelving that I had to kind of put on the walls. So I spent nice. a lot of time just uh, being anxious and putting all of my energy into making sure that these shelves are good, finding another human to come help me uh, put them on the wall in a leveled manner. Like you can do that probably on your <laughs> own, but it's probably going to sit like this, at least in my case, because I'm new to this kind of thing. And plus, these walls, let me go on a little tangent, are so old. So you have to put like drywall anchors and all these things that I had to like learn and figure out and kind of do a lot of research apparently before you just jump into things like this yeah, but um yeah I know <laughs> and so I got into like using tools and stuff and I had been that kind of into that a little bit but uh like my mom just bought me a table saw so that's what's up and now I can continue to like make more shelving because there's tons of work to to Aww. do and I could take all of this with me when I move into like my own house everything is I've created it in such a way that I can kind of take it down and take it with me when I go. But um, yeah, so that's been my most random. I mean, it's get not a, totally can random. we get a finger check? <laughs> good. Okay, got ten of them. Good, congrats, congrats. They're good. I did cut myself when I was trying to use a handsaw to cut a tiny piece of wood, so like a full-size handsaw. And I was like, I don't think this is how you're supposed to do this. <laughs> cut myself a little, and then found a smaller saw, so that was fine. But other than that, it's been going pretty well. And then on top of everything else that I do, like be outside for uh, a stupid amount of time. I'm usually outside constantly. And um, I'm into podcasts and I'm doing more reading and all the things that I think a lot of people are doing these days. I'm also doing those and woodworking, apparently. <laughs> woodworking. Woodworking. What's the most interesting thing you've read lately? That I've read? Um... That is a great question, actually, because I'm reading a lot of like self-discovery books mm. right now. So I'm really into those. Um, and those are probably the most interesting thing that I read just because even during times of um, not, not a pandemic, uh, it's nice to just kind of go back to the basics and relearn things that that maybe you forgot in times of high stress or whatever and how relevant it is still now in a in during a pandemic and that it was before the world kind of fell apart a little <laughs> how about you sarah what did, what 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 habits or hobbies <laughs> have you picked up um good or bad i don't know <laughs> um, 
so they're not the way the question was supposed to come out, but uh... <laughs> I don't have any hobbies. I just obsessively read. So I mean, I've been reading like even more than normal. Um, I have taken to sitting outside in the sun, which I have not done really since I was like a teenager because it's just been so ingrained in me that like the sun is bad. Cover your body. No sun. <laughs> wear your sun hat wear your sunscreen even in wisconsin when it's 20 below zero which i actually do which is like what 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 <laughs> no you're just ruining your vitamin d levels here so i like legitimately have just been sitting outside in the sunshine and to the point where like i crave it and i'm like oh there's sun is helpful mental health yeah. thumbs up <laughs> like this is working for me so my hobby now is more reading and um apparently sunbathing I'm just, I'm becoming a whole new person. Can't even tell. I look just as pale as ever. That's fine. Um, I don't know. I don't really have like hobby wise. I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to survive. That's my hobby right now. Survival, which is, I think, you know, sometimes takes like a lot more effort than we give ourselves credit for. Not just during pandemic times. Sometimes it's just like, oh my God, I'm going to get up, get out of bed today. Check that box. So that makes it sound like I'm in a really bad place and I'm not. I just haven't been doing like a whole lot of different stuff. John, you've picked Excellent. up a couple of new things, like gaming oh, wise. This, like, this falls under that category of your hobby of gaming, but yeah, you know, it, it, it. Going into this, I was on a real big World of Warcraft bender again, um, and then something about those first two weeks, I kind of just, I was kind of like boy, I could play this a lot more, but I'd rather try something else out. And um, so I started um, trying to play Madden football. That didn't work out. <laughs> um, and, and the one thing I did do, uh, you know, at a certain point, we're watching during the pandemic, and I'm like yearning for some sports and some live stuff. And uh, I saw that NASCAR was going online for a couple of races, and they'd have, you know, some of these these drivers, you know, participate in in NASCAR events fit, shown live, but it's all online. Um, and then I was like, "Ooh, there's a there's a hobby I could sink a lot of money into." Um, turns out it wasn't <laughs> that expensive, um, you know. So I bought the wheel and the pedals, and apologized to my wife, and uh, you know, bought the game and apologized to everybody, and. Now I'm a, like a dirt track driver and uh, enjoy that as just a way to kind of forget about everything uh, during the evenings. And uh, yeah, and then I started getting into painting the cars and stuff like that. So uh, you do funny things like that just to just to burn the time. Um, we'll see. We'll see where that ends up. You know, maybe I'll become professional or something uh, and leave this whole place and be a online esports sports car driver <laughs> or something it's gonna it's gonna be i can cool. see that i can a thousand percent see that so <sighs> yeah yeah <laughs> are we kind of toward the end of this I, we've gone through all of our questions haven't we've we? gone through all our questions yeah Sweet. any other last questions thoughts i don't think so no nothing no. okay i have one it's short go for it yeah. Don't ask. Don't turn it around on me because I don't have any kind of answer. What's, okay. giving, what's what's giving you hope right now? Like, let's 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 mm. end it on some high vibes. 
Yeah, I think it's the kids. I'll start. I think it's the kids that I come into contact with, which is not like a thousand children or anything like that. But uh, <laughs> so don't worry. But um, just like, you know, my besties children and how full of life they are and how much they they don't, I don't know, like the other day, um, my little homeboy was like, you know, this this thing kind of sucks. <laughs> he's talking about the pandemic and I'm sure he heard one of us say that but I was like yeah it does and then he just kind of sits there for a second and goes back uh to jumping on his trampoline and like having the time of his life and it's just like yeah we can sit in that negative space and we should for a little bit uh just to reflect on how serious it is but also you know what else what else can we do what else can we be doing what other fun things you know I I run down the street and he rides his bike and he's just laughing and I'm just running alongside him and it all feels, you know, feels normal. And those are still things that we can do to have a good time. And so, yeah, kids, all the kids give me hope right now because they're, they're just having a blast. Always a good answer. It uh, started for me when you saw them in the first weeks, letting the penguins outside their cages and walk around the zoo. And you thought that was the cutest thing. And um, now that's just kind of normal. And it's, it's just, that's the scary part about it. Um, but I, you know, I got a little bit of energy from those types of things at the beginning. Um, I, I think, I, I think it's a, what gives me hope is just a, uh, people are trying to reinvent themselves uh, in, in different ways. Um, I'm looking at a lot of my, or many of my favorite podcasts coming back or going to a different format. Uh, you know, people that have done podcasting professionally for 10, 15 years and vowing never to do video, uh, they're now doing video. Um, yeah. And going through the, this is kind of uncomfortable and weird and learning how to do it. Um, so it's that sort of stuff that, you know, we're, we're having to figure out how to learn online and parents online and teach online. Um, and it is a lot of work, but um, kind of the getting back to the internet that I knew and grew up on in, in the late nineties, early two thousands, you know, where you have things like blogs and people are inventing things and so on and so on and so on. So that, that gives me hope. Um, Similar, uh, similar thing, and it almost gets political. Uh, but on Father's Day, when I woke up and realized that my daughter and, and son were part of the whole "let's register for Trump tickets" on TikTok and not tell the yeah. olds, you know, and um, you know, and then all of a sudden it turns out, you know, they thought they were going to have a million people there, and they, they had six thousand, and it's like, what happened? And you know, my kids were right there. You're like, yeah, we saw this on TikTok the whole way through. Um, and we had it all planned out. I'm like, you, you, that is awesome. you got to be kidding. Um, kids are learning how to um, organize online and how to develop those communities online for better or worse. You know, I, I don't know where this whole TikTok thing will end up um, in a year or two or five, but, uh, you know, they're, they're figuring out how to get information, um, how to watch information because uh, we're in the middle of a big political thing right now too um, and just getting kind of used to uh, current events in in a very 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 deep way so that uh, gives me hope i said i wasn't going to answer but now now you came up with one I really am. yeah um 
I, I think I'm going to like, I'm going to go in the opposite direction of what you just said. Like, I totally agree that the internet is, is kind of um, like going through a, a, a groundedness or like a back to like the good roots of, of this, mm-hmm. this big thought experiment. Um, definitely agree with that. I'm also seeing like a parallel movement of just life moving offline. I know way more people in the past two or three weeks who are like, I'm just done. I'm quitting Mm -hmm. social media fully. Like I'm leaving the internet. I'm going to check my email like once a week. I'm just not, or like, I'm going to do my email for work and not have email anymore. Or even people who are like ditching their smartphones and going back to flip phones because they just don't. I mean, like, I know people who are doing this, which is really refreshing. I also think that, you know, the world can't burn forever like it burns this is part of history this is not a new thing pandemics are not a new thing like in our lifetime yes this is unprecedented but it's not at all unprecedented in like the world um and what happens after things fall apart they don't stay apart something new comes of it um and so for me like I think that's really hopeful like of course I have to sit in the tremendous discomfort and uncertainty of being right here but I also think, okay, you know, um, we're going to move past this eventually, like we're going to have built something new from this. And I just read the most remarkable book. Um, it's called How We Show Up. And the author is Mia Birdsong. And it's basically about how we have the opportunity. And she wrote this pre-pandemic, but it's like every single word applies right now. We have the opportunity to do this differently. Like we have the opportunity to show up for each other differently. That our community can look different, our families, who we consider family, like not just our, our, our families of origin, but like our chosen families, how I think we've existed in this world, especially in American culture where like, you're, you're not my business. Like, I just leave you, you're just like, I, you, I just leave you alone because I'm like, this independent, you know, like we, we so value like self-reliance and independence to the point that we've pathologized it. Like, like we made it like a pathological thing to just do everything on our own. And like, uh, I'm going to raise my hand here and say that I'm part of a real family with two working parents. Like, and I mean, real family, as in like, we have some garbage, like everybody has their stuff and it's hard. And we're two working parents. We have two little kids and we cannot do this alone. Like in regular times, and and what the basically what this book is saying is like we are each other's business and i think that we're going through something right now where we're realizing like wait all of the stuff that we've built around like the this toxic culture is not actually working for people and it may have taken us like a couple hundred years and we've done some really <laughs> ugly horrible stuff along the way um but like i see I see a backing off of the internet and a coming and, and a going more towards each other. And I just think that's like, I think that's really hopeful. Even as I say, like, and then a lot of our work happens online and, you know, a lot of our lives happen online with NetWise. Um, I just think like, you want to talk about like connecting people. I think the connections there are, are getting more authentic and are getting stronger. And that's at the end of the day, that gives me a lot of hope. Fun. Agreed. Do you want to wrap us up, Sarah? I don't remember. Do we have a wrapping up? <laughs> we'll figure this out after episode. We'll figure 25. it out. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. Um, 
Okay, so first of all, Felicia, thank you. I know, I know this was not your favorite thing to do. So you're you're always willing. Felicia's to be our, been scared of this all week. You're always willing to be our guinea like, pig. Yeah. So I just want to like recognize that that like appreciate your sharing and your thoughtfulness um, and your willingness to show up even when you don't want to. Um, for those of you out there listening, like the three people who are ever going to view this, it, it, our, our our two fans, right. Yeah. Um, if you want to be part of future Wisnet Community Conversations, um, the show, you can participate live on on these um, calls, the show, calls, the show, the podcast, the video. You can be here blog. with us in real time um, by registering on our website at wisnet.net forward slash events. You can also catch up later and look at the archives because we're going to um, post all of the uh, recordings and videos of these um, at the same spot. And if you have any questions or topic ideas or suggestions for guests, you can send us a message at the same spot, wisnet.net forward slash events. Um, yeah, you don't want me and John like coming up with the content of this show all on our own forever. So please send never. us what you got. Um, never, we, never, never. We, we do really want this to be a community thing and have some fun with it. So get Excellent. in touch. Excellent. Thank you both. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.